Welcome to um, Random Movie Generator. How are you? Thank you. I'm very glad to be here, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah, you feeling that? You feeling full of movie magic? Absolutely, it is pulsing through my veins, my heart, and my soul. It really, and I'm not saying that in an ironic way. I'm, yeah. uh, an evangelistic manner. That's the right, right description. Hello, Mandy. Hello. Oh, here we go. How are you? I've got something to tell you. Oh, right. So she's got something to tell us. Yes. Well, if she can be quick, because we've got a podcast, I don't mean that rudely. Don't worry, then. Time management is key with these things. Don't worry. Said, don't worry, then. Nope. Forget well, it. now she's, she's dangled the carrot. I want to know. I don't want to be uh, rude. I'll tell you later. I feel as though I'm being a bit confrontational. I'll tell you later. So Just said I'll tell you later. Chump. Well, tell me now. Chump. Be in the back she of my called head. you Chump. Yeah. Chump. Flip it. Well, since when have you been a 1930s gangster from the Chicago area? I beg your pardon. You don't call people chump. You're, I you're do. You're a robot. You're not, you know, Joe Pesci. Let me right. be me. Well, so, David, my first question to you today is, I was thinking about this, why aren't you a manager of a cinema? Um, do you know what? I, um, I've thought about that. Have you? And I, I, I have, and, um... I even um, started sending application forms into cinemas, bizarrely. I thought to myself, it's something I could maybe do on the weekend. Can you can you do it full-time? It's a full-time job, isn't it? Is it? Or full-time. not? I, do, I don't know if I want to do it full-time. I wouldn't mind, um, like, um, working at, like, a small kind of independent cinema somewhere. You know, maybe doing a few shifts. I actually gave in my application form to a few places, but I, I don't know. I guess they were just too popular. Um, it's funny you said that because I mean I worked in cinemas a lot as a teenager and there's one in Chichester and um, I think I just missed the deadline for actually doing it but I'm sure it's like anything though you'd have this kind of Richard Curtis fantasy of like a small little twee cinema where you're putting up the posters what what do you do what do you do you must know what you do if you're a cinema manager what do you do at like 9am on a Monday morning 9am on a Monday morning um, a lot of time and effort goes into the... Well, it depends. If you're working for a large chain or it's independent, if you're independent, you've got to work out your programming. And that is very detailed. Right. Because yes. that's literally like being a football manager, whereby you've got a, you've only got one or two screens. So it's not like you're part of uh, View or Cineworld where they just ship you the... Um, is that what you want? You'd like to have just your own little independent? Yeah, little independent. Yeah. And you've really got to actually think, where am I going to put my money? You know, and you can't think about your own personal tastes and what you're going to watch, because that would just be like self-sabotage cinema suicide. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, I don't like the Fast films, Fast and the Furious, but I'd have to put all my money on Fast 10. God, would you? Can't you be a bit different? No, I think, you know, if you want to make sure you make that that money particularly now with a video streaming war taking place people staying at home you know you want those big movies so you walk through the doors if i'm maggie and i and i work there i don't know what, what's more does maggie do 
Um, Maggie would be like the caretaker. She'd be cleaning the cinema, making sure it's all... Okay, so I'm, so I'm sort of hoovering on Maggie and you come through the doors early in the morning. What would it sound like? Hello, Mr Edwards. Um, a big Henry the Hoover. They always right. have a massive Henry the Hoover. So, so, so how do you talk to Maggie? Hello, Mrs. Mr Edwards. Hello, Maggie. How are you? Lovely to see you. Keeping things sp- spick and spine. You've got to keep them positive and, you know, optimistic. Should sh- sh- we, we do a little... Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Edwards. Hello, Maggie. Good to see you here on time. Good to see that you've um, you've cleaned up the foyer. You've you've sorted out the uh, the cobwebs that we discussed by the Shrek standee, which is lovely to see. So you know, I'm, I'm noticing these things. Lovely stuff. Um, and did you have did you, uh, the weekend? Did you you had a bit of time off? Did you see family and friends? Uh, it's my sister's funeral. You did mention that, and I should have remembered it. And um, I think we even had a, a second silence. Well, not a second silence. I mean, people stop talking for a second, don't they? But or we didn't have a silence. I'm lying there, but something we should organise type of thing. God, this isn't going well, is it? <laughs> Flipping heck. This is, this is me talking to an imaginative person, and I'm getting stuck in knots. Funerals are a real grenade, aren't they? When anyone mentions a funeral to me, it's just like, what do I do? I, I always just say, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, you don't. No, I didn't. I started no. talking about like it was D-Day or something, some kind of revisitment. Let's Never try it again. Way. Let's try it again. Yeah, let's try it again. Just keep... I was trying to show off. Exactly. Let's keep it normal. Just really basic. Hello, Mr. Edwards. Hiya, Maggie. Are you having a good morning? Yeah, thank you. Fantastic. I love what you've done with the hoovering. It's a real spick and span cinema. You wouldn't cinema say that. Film. No, I wouldn't say that. No. Um, let's be normal. Thanks for being... Let's be normal. Yeah. Ready? Go. Hello, Mr. Edwards. Hiya, Maggie. Do you have a good weekend? Yes, thank you. Get up to much? Anything, anything exciting in your spare time? My, I had my sister's funeral. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. that. That came to me as quite a shock and probably an even bigger shock for you. You wouldn't say that. She didn't know her. Right. Um, <laughs> did you get to meet any... Let's try friend? again. I remember you didn't know... You, did, you didn't know her, so you wouldn't, wouldn't be a shock. that You didn't know her. You don't know Maggie I didn't know that her. way. I you don't know. know. No. Ready? Morning, Mr. Edwards. Morning, Maggie. Did you have a good weekend? Get up to anything exciting? Uh, my sister's funeral. I remember you telling me about that. I'm, I'm very sorry for you about that. That must have been a shock for you. Um, yeah. Not really. She'd been ill for quite some time. It was uh, She had a cancer of the base of the spine. <laughs> right. I think it's even when you know it's on the way, when, some, when that doctor pulls you aside and tells you, it still comes as a bit of a shock, doesn't it? Well, you don't have to agree. It's up to you, each to their own. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, the main thing is thanks for being here on time. Thanks for keeping the cinema clean. And um, obviously, we've got a busy one today. We've got the new Mission Impossible film turning up. So um, uh, hopefully, it'll be a distraction. You know, and by all means, if you want to watch that Mission Impossible film, you don't have to buy a ticket. You just sit at the front row and um, and watch whatever you want to watch. You all right? Okay, I think you'd be a good manager. Did that work? Yeah, or, um, I like you running this little, this sort little of just cinema. Just trying keeping it positive, you know. Yeah, because I think you were very caring and thoughtful, and you gave Maggie time, and you sort yeah, of spoke you've, over you've her. Got, you've got to keep them on your side. I think I'd employ people with a, a passion for film, so we could interact yeah. about the latest film gossip. Yeah. 
So Jeff, watch. people watching, uh, welcome everyone watching us live in YouTube. Jeff Dale said a lot of pointing at his staff. Yeah, I had to stop that. DDDPPP right. says dead sister equals free free film. <laughs> well, you know that's what cinemas are for to keep us distracted from the uh, the dark nihilism of life. New Mission Impossible. Uh, okay. Some Tom Cruise stunts to keep you occupied with. David Edwards Movie News. Right, David, have you got any movie news this week? Movie news? Uh, yeah, there is some interesting movie news. Well, um, in Las Vegas, they've just had the Cinema Con. And the cinema con's a big, big deal. All the journalists are invited to Las Vegas, and the big studios show you um, their show reel for 2023 and 2024. And um, lots of big things were unveiled. One of the big things that's coming out in 2024 is: Do you know the uh, the musical Wicked, which is a prequel to Wizard of Oz? Is it? I didn't even know that. Is it really? Yeah, it focuses on the witches, Ooh. and they've got a big um, version of Wicked coming out, which is going to be two films. It's got a big Technicolor um, Wizard of Oz. Well, obviously it's Wizard of Oz, but it's got that intense Technicolor element. But um, the, the the footage is only described by the journalists because it's never actually officially kind of released. The other one is John Kravinsky, you know, the guy who did Quiet Place and played um, Martin Freeman's role in um, The Office. He's got a big film oh, coming out right. called um, Imaginary Friends, which may not be, you know, entirely down our road, but it's about... Um, it's his next big film after Quiet Place. It's not a horror at all. It's like a family comedy. And it's about um, Ryan Reynolds can see everyone's imaginary friends. And when you become an adult, you forget your imaginary friend, but they're still hanging around you. And they've got like almost CGI imaginary friends around live action adults. And Steve Carell does a voice. Matt Damon does a voice. These imaginary friends. And that's being pitched as like a big, high-concept family comedy drama that's coming out soon. Right. Who's written that? Do you know? Um, John Kravansky did the uh, final draft of it. I don't know if I pronounce his name correctly, actually. Uh, but obviously Kravinsky, it's the direct... Kravinsky, is it? Kravinsky, you are Krasinski? Right. John Krasinski. Kravin... John Krasinski. Directed by John Krasinski. Yes, and he did the final draft, but he didn't come up with the original script. But it's almost, a lot of people say it's like it's got a live-action Pixar vibe to it. The other thing that's that's really interesting, there's two... Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it, or voicing yeah, it. Yes, there's a lot of like well-known actors uh, voicing these kind of CGI imaginary characters that Ryan Reynolds can suddenly see. It's Ryan Reynolds and a little girl who lives next door. I quite like the idea of them. this. Maybe Is it original? It's not original, is it? Has it been done before? It's not been done before. It seems quite it? unique. Well, I it wasn't Moon high... Boy, Chris O'Dowd's... Yes, that had that vibe. Yeah. Definitely. I think there's a new twist to it in the sense that when you become too old, you forget who your imaginary friend is and you lose something. They're still there, but you've lost your communication with them. Um, so it's got like a new twist within it. The other thing, there's like two big trains appearing in film. One thing is video game adaptions that we've spoken about beforehand. Very popular, like The Last of Us and the Mario movie and stuff like that. 
but also a lot of 90s blockbusters are being remade. So they're doing a Cliffhanger 2 with Sylvester Stallone. He's back in Cliffhanger 2. And that's amazing to think that he can... um, Because it's a bit over the old hill now, isn't it, to be hanging on the side of mountains. And also there's a sequel to Twister coming out called Twisters. I don't think I've ever seen Twister. Is it good? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's uh, it's, it's made by... um, uh, Yann Lebon. Yann Lebon. Yann Lebon. Sorry, Yann Lebon, who directed Speed. But you're not a fan of Speed, are you? So maybe um, that's not ideal. But yet, yeah, Twisters is, is coming out, and that's starring. Um, uh, who is that starring? It's starring uh, one of the uh, pilots from Top Gun, Maverick, and Daisy Edgar Jones. Who? Um, Daisy Edgar oh, let me have a look here we go Twisters uh, welcome to Random Movie General Daisy Edgar Jones I don't yeah, know yeah David Edgar Jones and Glenn Powell are going to star in it because obviously it Who's was originally Glenn Powell I don't know anything I shouldn't be saying anything because everyone else knows these people but I don't oh no Glenn Powell didn't he wasn't one of the main stars of Top Gun Maverick he was one of the pilots in the background but he's on the uh, the brink of being a big big deal they, they see him very much as uh, breaking into the A-list at some point definitely or maybe not the A-list that's very tricky to get into that but how do I get into the A-list name. David how would I get in how would we both get in how could we get into the A-list? Yes, now that is... In- how you know could what? you and I... Right. How could you and I become A-list Hollywood actors? Well, I'll tell you now. Who is the girl who starred in Wednesday Netflix? I'm just going to get her name up right now because I read a really interesting article literally about that. How you break into the A-list. Jenna Ortega. Yes. Ortega. She's the young girl. Yeah, she's the young girl. And they say now to get into the A-list, what you need to do is it's about getting yourself a hit video streaming show. That's one of the key things. What does that mean, video streaming? What's a video streaming show? Oh, oh, okay. I'll go right from what is it like a Netflix show or an Apple Plus show, something like that. What, yeah, have, you, have you got to be the lead in the hit show, or oh yeah, or you you need to be the lead even oh, before that, you do that though. Yeah, cool. I know. Yeah, even before that, um, these if you're like a, a kid. Yeah, I'm not a Disney, kid. I'm fifty. So how do fifty year olds do it? Oh, it's even trickier. How I are we going to do it? How would we do it? Um, well, I mean, for kids, it's um, no. I don't care about kids. How yeah, are I'm you not- and me? I like the idea in three years' time we're doing this and people are looking at us doing this going, fucking hell, look at his house behind him. And we never mention it. You've got a bloody great patio doors and a big pool. And everyone's going, he's doing all right, isn't he? I'm literally on a floating alligator on a swimming pool. Well, that, is that too much? Yeah, that is too much. I always go too far. It's like with the Maggie conversation, isn't it? With a dead sister. I You're just at your desk doing this with a laptop. Yeah, I know. Just but there... And that, like, people watching now, like Dr. Greggles and Tommy and Ryan, they're all going, I wonder if they'd like us. Or would they go, oh, I used to like them when they were dickheads. Your relatability would be gone, wouldn't you? You couldn't relate to your Who average cares? person. cares? We're in the hills. We're in the hills. I know. With a personal trainer. Do you know what I mean? Eating T-bone steaks off a barbecue. Do you know what I mean? You can't, you know, sipping um, chilled Budweiser's in a 
in a jacuzzi. But for some reason, you'd still find problems even with the jacuzzi. The bubbles wouldn't oh, be big enough, would they? I'd be constantly thinking about nearly hitting 60 and all this would just annoy me. I'd have hideous T-bone um, indigestion in the jacuzzi, do you know what I mean? But my Gaviscon would be too far for me to reach. And there'd be little lizards. I don't like lizards. There'd be lizards oh, around the pool. That no, would me. Fuck it. Hideous. I don't want to be a Hollywood actor. How would you get to the A-list? I'm trying to answer your question with that. I think it'd almost be impossible for me now. Unless I just, you know, did a crime and they did a, you know, I became the next monster uh, TV show on Netflix. You know, they recreate these serial killer situations. It'd have to be some kind of darkly sinister situation that I'd found myself um, embroiled in. I'm trying to think how. how Would you want, David, if I could wave a magic wand now, really think about it. You're comfortable where you are, where you live, your your town and your family and your friends. If I could wave a magic wand now, and you have like 30 seconds to make that decision. And I said, I wave this, and once I flick my wrist, you will find yourself in a huge villa with a swimming pool, with a career, living in the Hollywood Hills, but you're slightly attached from your, your life now. But that, that is your life. Would you take it? Oh no, I wouldn't take it for a second. Not at all, it'd just be a disaster. I'd just be knocking around a mansion just with lost psychologically. Because you take your, your brain on the plane with you, don't you? It's as simple as that. 20 years ago, I'd have I'd been, I'd been biting off your hand to get it. Mm. But now I just think it would just... Hell. Any mental health... Absolute yeah, it'd just hell. be an absolute disaster. It'd just be a mental health disaster, wouldn't it? You'd be constantly telling yourself, you know, why aren't you happy? Mm. It would be... I always remember watching a documentary with Katie Price... And um, she was going through whatever drama, disaster. It was first thing in the morning in this documentary. And she was stood there in the, the largest um, Boobs. open plan kitchen, oh. Katie Price yeah. kitchen. And you just thought, God, you've got everything but nothing, mm. basically. This massive, like, marble Boobs. kind of kitchen. Right. At, very true. And I haven't got those. I never will. Do you know what I mean? I need to appreciate that. Yeah. Well, thank you for this week's. Any more movie news, though? Any tidbits? I mean, you're giving us some... I, that Ryan Reynolds one, that, that uh, flicked my uh, switch. What about Cliffhanger 2 as a Sylvester Stallone fan? Yeah. I mean, I love Sylv, but, you know. Have you seen Cliffhanger recently? It's a good one. It's I'll very be good. honest with you, David. I'm not sure I've seen the original. Oh, you'd like it. If you Would like I? If you're in a Stallone mood, it ain't bad, sir. Really? It's, it's good stuff. Does it hold up? It's, it's obviously it's not rocky and it's not Copland, but um, have you seen Copland? I James Manigold. Copland. That's on Netflix now and it's bloody good. Is it really? Copland's really, it's not up to rocky, but it's not bad. Yeah. Um, two other bits: the writers' strike has now happened. Yes, I heard the about writers that. are now yeah. a strike, so chat shows are no longer taking place. Yeah. They've either gone into blackout or they have um, shown reruns. And other things like Saturday Night Live aren't taking place. But but they say because of COVID, there's a big backlog of scripts and productions. And they think that um, the actual producers will get away with it for quite a while. But there's no writing now. It's stopped. The other thing I'd say that's really big in the industry now is um, Marvel's Fantastic Four because obviously Disney have bought Fox so they've now got the rights for Fantastic Four and there's loads of chat about who might be the um, the four fantastic okay. people I mean I'm not a big comic book fan either no. but I just know there might be people out there um, 
Adam Driver, they think, might be Reed Richards and Margot Robbie, Sue Storm. Okay. Meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, thank you so much, David, for this week's movie news. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. David Edwards Movie Review. So, this week's movie review. I've had a few messages from people and they are very excited to hear uh, your review this week. What's the movie? It was Sissy, 1955. Um, romantic comedy um, Austrian uh, production company how was it Um, a lot of hard work it really was truthfully did you sit through it and watch it or did you fast forward bits I didn't fast forward bits I always make sure I watch it all the way through type of thing but it took me two days to get through it was a real handful it was the first time I hadn't watched it in a day I had some bits to watch on the Sunday morning and um, it's just very dry very dry and there's no comedy really involved it just it was it was um, very cliched it felt like a live action Disney in a sense it was that, that real princess kind of cliched um, narrative. Apparently, it's part of a trilogy. It's well, a very let's hope I don't it's, pick it's the a, second um, movie for you then. David, did you hear Mandy? What did she say? Well, let's hope I don't pick that at uh, the second movie for you then. But, uh, well, that would just be a disaster. I, I I've never put my foot down cinematically before in this show, and rightly so. I've got I haven't got a place for that. But I mean, God, I don't know if I could watch another one of these. Also, I'm okay with subtitles. But for this one, it just pointed out how cliched a lot of the dialogue was to see it actually written on the screen. How many sittings? Um, Genuinely. Five. Five, yeah. How long was the film? I'm trying to remember. I should have that written down in actual fact. It was yeah, an hour and 42 minutes. It didn't feel like an hour and 42 minutes at all. So what's that? That's 105. Okay. Yeah, so 90 minutes is um, an hour and a half. So yeah. No. Minutes, so basically, right. it's a case of... Um, uh, 15, 20 minutes of sitting. Um, the, the main girl, Sissy, is a um, sort of naive teenager raised by Duke. And um, she goes to um, uh, to visit the actual Austrian emperor, Franz Joseph, and uh, falls in love and stops his arranged marriage. And then uh, his mother tries to stop the marriage taking place, almost like an evil, kind of like... Um, godmother disney figure type of thing and it's them having this romance but people around them trying to like you know rip it apart because of the politics of the um of the palace one thing i would say is the cinematography is very impressive it's got a real technicolor gone with the wind vibe it's got high production values in that sense and it's still quite impressive even though it was filmed in the 50s but um i don't know if you go online some people love it do you know what I mean? It's like catnip for some people. It's just like um, it's it's like a, a TV movie, but with big um, production value. Or that would have been production value. Do you know Hallmark films? They've got that real saccharine, cliched, formulaic tick-off list. It's got that vibe. Um, I wouldn't call that comedy in any shape of the imagination. Well, let's hear a little clip from Sissy. 
So you put it on. How long into the movie did you go, oh, fuck? I mean, you were obviously feeling that way beforehand, but once the movie was actually rolling in front of your eyes, how how many seconds or minutes did you go, oh, fuck this? I would say very early on, the first few minutes, I started to become quite... um, uh, cynical towards it but I tried to fight that away I would say within 15 minutes I was like no you're not being cynical this just ain't your and you turned it off you know, and thought I'm coming back to this this afternoon this ain't your bag yeah definitely or I'd have a cup of tea come back and it was like doing a shift do you know what I mean it was, it was like babysitting do you know what I mean right okay I'll just do this for a little while and then you know move on sort of thing which isn't a good formula for babysitting I think you should just be with them until the parents come back but it's a case of um it's okay yeah it was just uh i was cynical from the beginning and nothing kept me occupied jamie you know I mean? it's like um uh when i go and watch a film my friend ryan he always says after the first half an hour i tapped out he always uses that as a term and i do i always think it's a good idea it's almost like you're not engaged anymore you're out of the fight you're not actually taking part in the event anymore and i tapped out how do you feel about mandy picking you a movie randomly and you you hate it so much that you go, I'm not watching this. How do you feel about making that decision for the podcast? Do you feel like you have to sit through all of it? Do you think you should be allowed to say, no, I'm not doing this? Oh, no, no. I think if it was the second one to this trilogy, I'd be like, oh, God, I've done one. Do I have to do another one? But I think it's important that you try different sort of, you know, uh, filmic food type filmic, of Filmic sweeties. A hundred percent, because there's a lot of the time where I'm quite negative and I watch it and I'm pleasantly surprised that has happened. Now, I hope you don't mind. Would this, could you do this for the people watching on YouTube? So if you sit there, that's where you watch the movie where you're sat now. Could you, could we watch you for about 10, 15 seconds watching the movie, deciding in your head that, oh, I'm I'm done. I'm going to come back to this. Could we watch you get up, walk out of frame and then come back as if you've spent an hour away and you're going to watch the next 15 minutes. Can we see what you look like when you do that? Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this is da- this doesn't help people on the podcast. This is David watching Sissy, deciding he's going to have a break and then coming back from the break to watch more Sissy.
then whoa flipping out that second sitting you always you never know you know there might be a plot twist there might be There's something not gonna be is there not with this it really was just one it's one you know if you like custard you'll enjoy this but there ain't anything else there's no crumble in the center of the custard it is just custard that's the best metaphor. I wouldn't put that on the movie poster. Wouldn't attract people. But um, the custard metaphor is all I can go with, it, really. Where it's just one type of colour, and that colour wallpaper's everywhere. There's no variety. Who would like this movie? It seems to be people who wanted that kind of Disney escapism, that kind of like, um, they like the idea of... Um, it's almost like a, a poor person's The Crown. With The Crown, there was more deeper psychology. There were more relatable characters. The characters in here were is like sniping and politics. They, they, what they would want, the people who would like this, was um, live action, palace setting, but with a fairy tale, obvious narrative uh, in the background. Whereas The Crown was very much about, this is the reality behind the fairy tale. Whereas Sissy, very much, um, yes, there's some nasty characters, but they're always brought down. And, you know, it's got that fairy tale vibe. So, uh, well, David, now's the time when you tell us how many chock ices, chock ices out of five you're going to give the movie. So, David, how many chock ices out of five are you going to give Sissy? I give it one for cinematography. Wow. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Don't get me wrong, there are fans out there. I'm trying to think. There's, do you know what? It's like um, that type of thing with a more modern cast and setting. Stuff like that does very well on Netflix where it's wallpaper viewing, or Netflix call it two-screen viewing. And two-screen means you can watch it whilst um, scrolling through your mobile phone screen. And apparently Emily in Paris, which is very popular on Netflix, they do write it in mind that um, the audience won't have full 100% engagement on watching it. They, they write it with that in mind. What would what would Mr. Charkins think of um, Sissy? Oh, Absolutely, you know. Can we hear him? It's a, an absolute abomination of all cultural construction. Filmmaking should be a platform, an elevator away from the, the humdrum nastiness of modern living, where you're allowed to consider and and chew over new ideas and thoughts the idea that you're that you're uh, you, you only have one eyeball pressed on the silver screen and the other eyeball on your uh, nokia taiwan produced mobile phone contraction it's a complete and mr Jenkins, sissy how do you feel about sissy sissy the cinematography, the colour palette is, is something of, a, of joy and inspiration and, uh, and wonder. But the characters are like um, cardboard cutouts from a Watsits box. They don't have any of the um, juju jam of other 50s characters of that period. 
um, you know, rebel without a cause or... Uh, or How do you or, spell Jujujam, Mr. Chalky? Jujujam. Um, S-H-U, S-H-U, J-A-M, jam, shoo jam. Simple as that. And chuck an exclamation mark at the end. I haven't done Mr. Jarkins for a while. I'm trying to find him. Well, David, thank you so much for doing your, uh, giving us your review of Sissy. And I hope this week, later on, you find a movie that you really want to uh, watch. Thank you so much for reviewing Sissy. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for your time. David Edwards Movie Tube. Well, so here's an extra little segment we're going to do here. This is, we're not going to do it every time, but this week David sent me, you sent me, a, a YouTube clip. Could you explain yes. what it is? Absolutely. YouTube what should we call clip. this? Uh, YouTube Movie Tube. Movie Tube. Movie Tube. I love the idea of that. Going down a, a wormhole movie tube with YouTube. Um, what will happen? So the people on po- on the podcast, will they be left a link so they can watch this? Or should we give the name to yeah, it? Yeah, if I so remember, I'll stick a little link in the podcast in the description. Um, or we could give them the title so they yeah. can find it. Or, or, so um, you sent me a link called Ke- uh, uh, titled uh, Keanu Reeves Takes Tons of Photos for Fans on His 51st Birthday. So can you explain what happens, David? Yeah, basically, someone is following him around. Um, uh, it's either New York or L.A. Uh, airport. And um, they seem to have, I can imagine, the mobile phone on a stick because it really is hovering around and snaking like a, um, a steady cam in an actual movie. High definition as well. So the quality is really good. And you really do get a sense. It feels like an art installation uh, piece of work in the sense that you really do get a sense of what it would be like to be an A-list celebrity just walking through a public setting, going from A to B. Okay, right. I'm going to watch it now. And if you, yeah, if you want to watch it, the title is Keanu Reeves takes tons of photos for fans on his 50. So I'll get it up as well. Here we go. Give me one second. I'll just, um... So he's walking through the airport being filmed. Keanu Reeves. 51st birthday, yeah. I hope you find it interesting. It's just something that interested me. Someone's run up to him. Oh, man. Uh, They're taking a selfie. Man. He's very well made, isn't he? No, he's great. Oh, my God, mate. You just get an idea of what it would be like, you know. And it answers your question, would you want to be a massive star in Hollywood? It's like, I'd find that exhausting after a while. Very bizarre. Sometimes when he's not in the mood, surely he wears a baseball cap and some shades or something. Just in case. Uh, That looks fucking exhausting, doesn't it? It's it's like a bizarre mixture of mundanity and the fantasy of Hollywood in the sense that all these people want a photo with you. Not that that's a fantasy, but, you know, they want... For him, it must be exhausting, but for they, for them, they want a slice of it. But at the same time, he's just going through a humdrum airport situation. 
Jeremy's got his bag, he's going to have to get his passport out, you know, he's going through all the different sections of departments. It's yeah. got a real mundane element. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't deal with it. Oh, disaster. Particularly some <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Can you do that noise? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Expertly done. He's been around since the 80s, isn't he? So he's now become like an icon. So he's no, he just really like is. You're literally going, oh, that that's a character I've watched on the screen. That's Oh, he's real. I, grew, I can touch him. and Literally grew up with him. I mean, yeah. loads of franchises. Bill and Ted, Matrix, now John Wick. Do you know what I mean? Like a new era. I mean, some people who are massive, it's like you had that massive, tri- like Elijah Wood, everyone would want a photo with him because he had a, a trilogy back in the early noughties with Lord of the Rings. But I mean, like Keanu Reeves has got endless franchises, hasn't he? And you've got no control over it. Like he went in, you know, he wanted to be an actor. He did it. You can go, oh, if this is successful. Then I might, I might this might happen, these are repercussions, but you don't quite know what that means. And then suddenly you make the film a success, you go, oh, fuck, I didn't think it would be like this. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? The other th- you can't prepare for it at all. And also, if you look at his career, Keanu Reeves, so many times it was near to a dip. Because, you know what I mean? He, he's got this biopolar career whereby... Um, it's like before The Matrix, his career was nearly over. He was just doing dud, dud, dud. And also, may I say, before John Wick, um, his career was nearly over. John Wick was a very low-budget, 90-minute uh, small action film. So he just seems to like go near to death and then just explode. Yeah, you don't know what's going to... You've got to pay the bills and you don't know... No, he, he seems to be... Good at knowing what what um what what horses to put money on, and also I think um the public like that whole narrative as well. Don't know that his his career was always near to just coming to an end. He was a two dimensional actor, blah blah blah, and at the last minute he always just comes up with the goods, doesn't he? Well, I like Movie Tube, and that was very interesting, David. Thank you. No, thank you, sir. Well, I hope thank people you. found that interesting. I found it interesting, and I think you did too, David. Absolutely. I think it's interesting because it's like a one shot as well. You never cut away from him. Mm. So it's like you're following Keanu Reeves through an airport. Mm. That's the thing about YouTube, isn't it? It's got that raw, unedited vibe, yeah. that fly on the wall feel, which is interesting. Thank you, David, for Movie Tube. Not at all, sir. Not at all. David Edwards, Movie Tips. David, have you got any movie tips this week? Yes, movie tips. Um, as we said before, it doesn't always have to be a film. It can be something else film-related type of thing. Is that how you want it, or is it more like you want a movie, kind of, um, or it could be any I tip? don't mind. Have you watched a good movie recently? I don't think you like movies, do you? I'm not a big fan <laughs> of that the other day. Have you watched any that have, you thought, that was good, that was a four-star? That was a four-star... Um, experience yes i tell you why um i have seen and i was very impressed by really impressed it's definitely worth hunting could i tell you something Um, please it's on netflix now boys and it's sorry david i have a new boyfriend oh did you hear that yes what's that mandy just said i have a new boyfriend yes i thought i'd better tell you both no i don't understand what did she mean by that i don't understand What, what do you think i mean 
She started. She started seeing someone. Is it a ro- is it a machine or a man or how do you mean? Is it a human? Are they made of flesh or electric toothbrush? Electronic tooth. Uh, electric electric toothbrush. T- electric. Yes, electric toothbrush. Cool. So I'm not competing. Electric toothbrush called Electronic Mark. Electronic toothbrush. Electric toothbrush called Mark. Called Mark. Yes. Well, like Mark Two. Mark like Wilson. Kind of version of Mark that. Wilson. Mark Wilson. Toothbrush. Thank you. So Wilson. They're the people who make tennis rackets. I don't know. Imagine Mark. No, I don't no, know. It's just no, an electric no, toothbrush. Going it's just an electric toothbrush oh, called Mark Wilson. You know, I wouldn't uh, want to go to a restaurant with a, a, an electric toothbrush. I don't. Why don't you sound happy then? Why don't you sound happy? Is he happy? Is he happy? No. I am happy. I should do what she wants. I don't care. Thank you. I mean, I'm slightly conflicted by it. Why? It's a big problem. What's the problem? She's just said, why? What's the problem? What is the problem? Well, I mean, I didn't feel as though our situation had completely resolved. (laughs) This is laughable. You've moved on. You're being a a love coward. Richard Bayliss said, your eyes are turning green. Like the Hulk. Yeah, there's a bit of anger. No, green. Jealousy. Jealousy, Jealousy that's what he meant. I mean, no one likes to be Trump, particularly by a toothbrush. Mark Wilson kissed me. She just said Mark Wilson kissed her. What, whilst brushing your teeth? I don't understand. No, no, she's, it's, no. no. They just hang out together. Take it seriously. The thing is, she is a higher robotic life form that can think. An electric toothbrush can't think. You're a very rude man. She just said you're one. a very rude man. He's my new I'm boyfriend. I'm not rude. If you see realism as rudeness, you need to wake up to reality, babe. Get fucked. Stay away from me and Mark Wilson. But she's provoking me. She just Good. said, stay away Good. from me and Mark Wilson. Do it then. Do it Happily. then. Do it then. You don't need to tell me to do that. Stalker. You're a stalker. I don't know what you've been doing. You're a stalker. I just hope you've been putting Colgate on it. So the movie you saw recently, David, that you recommend? The movie I saw um, recently, which I definitely recommend, is um, Kanye West's trilogy on Netflix. It did very well when it was released at the Sundance Film Festival about three years, about two years ago. And I finally watched it. And the first part of the trilogy, the first film in the trilogy is fascinating because he was so confident that he was going to be a star that he got people filming him right at the beginning of his career when he was a low level producer. So it's a very raw fly on the wall. And, um, at the point of the film, he's doing like um, mixing for Jay-Z and people like that. So he's very low level. And he's got an entourage who are just like worshipping him. So he's no one at this point. He's, he's in the industry, but he's a no one. And um, you see him, um, uh, basically this entourage, and particularly this one guy is like slightly obsessed by um, Kanye and believes he's going to be the next big thing type of thing. So he leaves his home in Chicago and goes and lives in New York with Kanye, Kanye, and lives on his sleeps on his couch just to make a documentary about him. Have you ever seen the documentary Hoop Dreams? No, you mentioned filmed- that recently, I think. It's very much like Hoop Dreams, where you've got footage of this young person, two young people at high school who are being headhunted by big basketball coaches. And then you see them go through high school, then college, and then potentially try and break into the NBA. And the, the um, I can never say his name, Kanye West. Um, uh, you, it's similar to Hoop Dreams. You see him very early on. You see him visiting his mum. 
He's almost got like a slight lisp. Um, you see him going into record producers' um, offices and putting the CD on in front of them and rapping in front of them. And you're thinking, God, you know, are you you're motivated to a level of madness? And it's all raw, real footage. It's all home video. You know, so you're, you're seeing a man. It's almost like you're seeing Al Pacino before he becomes a massive gangster in Goodfellas. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like you, you have a lot of documentaries where people say, oh, Tom Cruise, you know, he was always motivated. He always turned up knocking on the door. But with this, you're actually with Tom Cruise seeing him knocking on doors. Mm, this is on Netflix, do you say? This is on Netflix, Captain, and it's quite an interesting um Interesting watch. And was this and the you, tip you wanted to give us, or have you got another? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, the other tip is a podcast I've started listening to, which um, this is for real geeks. Um, it's called Trailer and Teaser Gods, and I've become quite obsessed by it. And it's all about the film trailer industry, and they int- they introduce they into uh, interview film editors. And you get a real understanding of how important the marketing and editing of trailers are towards your. Um, fascination and interest in films and they talk about um one guy um bill neal who's a big famous film editor within the industry he's almost a spielberg of film editors he did the wolf of wall street jordan pills nope and also tarantino's uh once upon a time in hollywood and he talks about how because they need to hit the release date uh, you sometimes only get 15 minutes of footage or dailies footage from the set with just green screen in the background sometimes they've even done the special effects and just sections of the script and you've got to put the trailer together with that type of thing and they also say that a great film um trailer editor isn't somebody who um has created a trailer for a big exciting film but more importantly the studio bring you aside and say to you listen this film's really poor it hasn't met our needs but um, you need to come up with a trailer that's still going to excite people so we can at least generate money for the first weekend. And Neil Bill was really famous because um, he put together an amazing trailer for the remake of the Chainsaw Massacre movie uh, by Michael Bay. And um, that uh, was a terrible film, but generated loads of hype on the internet because you know the way he edited it was exciting and really hooked in the audience ultimately. David, thank you so much for movie tips. That's Kanye West documentary and the podcast trailer and teasers. Gods. Gods. It's quite nerdy, that one. It's one for the real nerds. Yeah, well, was, well, there's, there's nerds that listen to this. We're all nerds, aren't we? I do find that sometimes when I'm I'm listening to... I get into something in a sort of geeky, nerdy manner. Love it. And, and then when I verbalise it, I think, where am I going with this? No, I love it. Let's nerd up. Let's get all lubed and nerded up. Let's have a nerd a Yeah. Thank you, Please. Dave, for this week's Movie Tips. Thank you, sir. Thank you. David Edwards, Random Movie Generator. So, this is David's or Mandy's random movie generator section where she randomly picks movies for you to choose blindfoldly to blindfoldly to review next week. How are you feeling, David? 
nervous trepidation. Yeah. I, the idea of of you giving me a film like Sissy to watch for next week, I go, oh fuck me, that that's homework. That's proper homework. Yes, it is. I mean, it's um. I never heard of it either. I think sometimes I think to myself, well, at least I've seen that now. I've got an understanding of that. That's one ticked off in the old film encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, that just came left field. It took me a while to even find it. Well, I, you nearly swore, I think, last week. I think you went, oh, fuck, fudge. You went like that. God, that's not good, is it? That's yeah. not good. I mean, it's, um, it's crazy to hear a movie reviewer react like that to a movie they've not, not even seen yet. They go, oh, fuck. I I know exactly what you mean. I mean, Kermo would never kind of like, um, you know, even when he doesn't like a film, he still meets it halfway. Yeah. He's still diligent. Yeah, He's always this got is, one This is truthful, thing. this pod, David. You're telling us. Um, okay. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think I dropped a fudge bomb, which uh, I apologise, but I'm trying to keep it real. Kanye style. So, keep David, Mandy is spinning away, chugging away, and she's ready now. And it's your turn. Your f- the f- you've got to pick the genre of the first movie that you might be reviewing next week. Take your time. It's over to you. Press the button. Music. Oh, I don't know about that. And the decade. Press the button. 1990s. Could be interesting. A bit of Moulin Rouge. And we generate. Mandy has generated four movies. She's spinning them around in the belly of her of her box. And it's down to time for you to pick one of the, the one of the movies. Over to you. Stop. The doors. Oh! Oh, with Oliver Stone. That would be yeah. interesting. I'd be up for that. I saw the Val Kilmer documentary recently. You should watch that. Yeah, I've wow. heard that. Yeah. Oh, very that's nice. The Doors. That's very nice. Yes. That's very nice. In the documentary, they talk about how um, he did like a Jim Morrison showreel. He actually bought a band and did a massive Jim Morrison performance, filmed it, and then sent it to Oliver Stone. Right. He was a very dedicated man. Okay, let's pick the genre of the second movie that you might be reviewing next week. So please, David, feel it, take your time, and then tell Mandy when to stop. Stop. Adventure. What's that one? Oh, right, I thought it was the name of a film. No, no, Adventure, Adventure. so it's a genre. Yeah. God, I get lost yeah. very quickly, don't yeah. I? Flipping it. It's like no AP <laughs> in blockbusters in the 90s. Okay, now pick... The decade of the film. Hit the button. Nineteen nineties. Adventure in the nineties. That that. I mean, that has got to flick your testy sack. That is both of them at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, I've got a Bruce Scrotum. That really does work. He sounds like a Hollywood actor, Bruce Scrotum. He certainly does, doesn't he? Okay, let's generate. Mandy's about to generate an adventure movie from the 90s. So she's generated four movies. It's now down to you. This is is definitely my area. This should work for me. She's spinning the movies in her belly, and it's down to you to tell her when to stop. 
Stop. Conquest of Paradise. What? What film's that? This is the 90s. Conquest. Conquest, not Conquest. Conquest. Oh, sorry, that was the Kung Fu film. Sorry. Uh, Conquest Con of Paradise. Gerard Depardieu. Is it Ridley Scott? Sigourney Weaver. Is that Ridley Scott? Well, we'll, we'll look into it. For, sorry, 1492, yes. Conquest of Paradise. Oh, that sorry. is a Ridley Scott film. That is a Ridley Scott film. Is it film. really? Yeah, it didn't do very well. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. I, I remember seeing that with my friend Christopher Richards years ago and yeah. falling asleep halfway through it. We rented it on video. Okay. I don't remember it now, but it's one of his. Okay, the final movie. This is interesting. I like this. So uh, it's the final, the genre of the final movie that you might be reviewing next week. Please, David, take your time. Hit the button. Music. Never a good one, that. That could be a real handful. And now pick the genre. I can't do it. Now I pick. could not do it with another Peter Dragon. I now, really couldn't do it. Now pick the decade. Hit the button. 2020s. Oh, that's good. As long as it's not the 60s or the 50s, like some kind of, you know, flip. Of it. Mandy has generated four movies, music movies from the 2020s. She's spinning the round, them around in her body, and it's now time for you to pick one of them. Stop. Fill the beat. What's one? That rings a bell. Like I should know that. Fill the beat. Feel the beat. What's that about? Well, let's look into it later. If we okay, let's have a look. Right, David. You've chosen the Doors, fourteen ninety two, I think, the Conquest of yes. Paradise, and Feel the Beat. Yes. I have given them each a letter, an A, and a B, and a C. I've jumbled them around, or have I? And it's down to you to pick A. B or C to see which movie you review next week. B. 1492 Conquest of Paradise. Oh, God. It might be good. I mean, you know, I'm seeing it now as an adult, so I've got to keep my, my mind and soul open. Um... But, uh, I mean... Well, it's got to be... I mean, it's Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott, and it's going to be better than bloody Sissy. 1492. I mean, um... 1992. I mean, it's Ridley Scott. It is going to be good. I, I think I'm being uh, too uh, negative there. It's got to be said. Uh, oh, no. It's got, it's got 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> bloody hell. Fuck! Don't, don't read the reviews, David. Dr. Gregor said last week or whenever, do not read the reviews. And I think I agree. Yes, I agree with him as well. I 100% agree. Yeah, with well, you're still Googling though and having a look. <laughs> I know, sorry. God, what a nightmare. Yeah, I'll get rid of that. Apologies. Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, yeah. You're going in there now going, oh, this is going to be shit. You've got to go in there going, right. No, you're right. Absolutely, a more positive vibe. No, Mr. Kermo goes yeah. into cinemas. No, he does. He probably hasn't heard much about any of the films he watches. No, he keeps is very pure. He just watches them. Yeah, hundred percent. Now you need to be like that. And it's Ridley Scott. I'm, I'm sure it's a soon-to-be cult classic that needs to be revisited. Yeah, and we're doing it before the rest of the gang. Yeah, exactly. The film gang. Exactly. Um, I think it's, it's two hours thirty-four minutes. 
I'm sure it'll be good, yeah. I'm sure um, you've just got to keep positive, optimistic. It's Ridley Scott. He's not going to waste your time. Interesting, Ridley Scott's next film is Napoleon, isn't it? Starring Joaquin Phoenix. That was also premiered at Cinema Con. Right. So that looks interesting. I've gone off subject there, but... Um, well, yeah, David, thank you very much for this week. Are you ready to answer some patron questions? I 100%. Let's keep Fantastic. optimistic. I can't and wait I'm to hear your review next week. It's, it's always a joy. It could be a good one. You never yeah. know, sir. Please, know. Uh, people, if you if you enjoy the podcast, please like and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to it. It helps the podcast grow. And in turn, what does that do? Makes us feel nice about ourselves. Oh, it's dopamine in the brain, isn't it? It's a cheap man's Prozac. It really gives me a boost. Particularly with the weather being so grey out there at the moment. Yeah. To have a few extra podcast listeners, it keeps me going. So it'll take you 25 seconds to find a little random right in go. Absolutely. You know what to do. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening this week. And thank you, David. No, thank you, and thank you always to listeners and the people on YouTube watching us. Massive thank yous. Random movie.